Yeah, just to clarify, I mean, no shape or form, I'm not an Israel supporter, and you're, you know, pretty much, a, as far as I'm aware, a pretty solid Israel supporter. <laughs> I think it's just a, you know, a bit of a degree thing. I'm not suggesting that we go to APAC and set a podcast up and the title being Israel Shouldn't Exist. No. A, because I don't believe that, and B, we wouldn't get out alive. Right. Oh yeah, that's not the place to do that. Two good reasons. Two good reasons not to do that. A, it would be wrong, and B, it would be suicidal. This is the Mideast Peace Podcast. I am your host, Molly Livingstone, here in Jerusalem and on the other side of the pond. As always, Alex Giles joins us from London, England. Alex, how are you today? I'm not very well, Molly. No, I'm no. Ver- no, I'm very unhappy. Let me quickly tell you why. We're a Mideast podcast, and that means that we talk uh, perhaps about the Quran and about the Bible. Great, great fonts of knowledge. Great fonts <laughs> of knowledge. But what I will tell you, what I will tell you and all the listeners, is what the Quran, the Bible, and all the other religious books are of no help whatsoever are when you are trying to set up and link your 4K TV to your PlayStation 4 Pro. <laughs> Absolutely of no use whatsoever. They don't have all the answers. They do not. So I can say... To all our religious listeners, no, they do not have all the answers, because I can confirm mm. that, because there are no answers about linking those two devices together. The it's internet almost... the internet is not very helpful either, by the way, but I'm just saying. Well, it seems like the God, whoever's God, all the gods, mm-hmm. the God of the Quran, mm-hmm. the God of the Bible, the God of the Jews, it seems like they were very anti lazy fat ass people playing their video games and connecting those games to every electronic device they had to encourage them to be inside sheltered socially awkward it seems as though that is sort of like a common link of that god that whatever god you see in your mind true true but if i was to sit through all of the scrolls being read at temple Again, if I was to spend my weekend uh, doing that, I still don't think it would help me in any shape or form with my current crisis of linking my brand new 4K TV to my PlayStation 4. So as a 44-year-old man, I can play video games. (laughs) I mean, hashtag, it was like two episodes ago. That's my hashtag. Do Mm -hmm. you remember the only people that can help you would be the Iranian Olympic team? Ooh, right, yes, because they would get you. Well, they get pro- you all your devices. Yeah, they could. They probably got the same problem that I've got. I mean, I don't know how many PlayStation Four. I don't think they have the same problem you've got. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Hey, hey, yeah, it's a common. Hey, well, I, nice. I bet this is a kind of issue that people around the world can get behind. Iranian, mm. Sunni, Shia, Christian, Jew, whatever you might be. I bet there are people around the world pissed off that you cannot mm. link or it's difficult to link your 4K TV to your PlayStation 4 Pro. And they're all going, I've believed in these religious books, I've read them, you know, religiously, and yet, supposed to be the font of all knowledge, there is not an appendix helping me with this, let alone how I might set up my new Wi-Fi network, for example. I'm just saying there's a lot of issues for the modern world, is my point here. I know you've got stuff to talk about, so we'll move on. It's first world problems. Yeah, I'm just saying it's just one of those things that reminds me we're united as a world by these serious issues of Mm. technology. I think we're just going to have to find some some new solutions within ourselves. That's what I'm saying. You know who would agree with you? I think... 
that little kid, Syrian refugee, he's got nothing now. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I think if he heard what you were saying, and you ranted for a good three minutes on this, I think he would say, you know what, Alex? Your problems are real. He feels me. He feels me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because he doesn't have those kind of problems because he doesn't even have electricity, so he doesn't have internet, so he doesn't have to worry about things like the station's not connecting. I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing. You're trying to suggest that my problems are small. (laughs) Compared to the horrific problems. Oh, no. no. Okay, okay. Well, I tell you, no, 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 not the only thing that's small. Fair enough, Molly, fair enough. You've stopped that (laughs) rant. Okay, so I'm guessing you had something you wanted to talk about. Well, I was going to say that I am excited. I believe, I believe, because I really wasn't watching, but I do believe that the Olympics are over now. I'm not sure. Very good question. They (laughs) might still be going on. Well, and I'll be careful, this will not sound PC, and I apologize in advance for this, but I believe now that the the Paralympics, Winter Paralympics, will be starting. So so it almost does seem like the Winter Olympics are just going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Well, for me, so what I was going to say is there is another arena that we got to put our eyes and focus on, and that was... APAC, APAC, which just happened in America uh, this uh, past week, right? The American Israel lobby, a huge okay. 18,000 people all supporting Israel. That's probably every single supporter of Israel in the entire world showed up at that event, okay? Brooklyn uh, must have been empty. <laughs> That's my knowledge so, of where Jews live in America. Oh, very yeah, yeah. good. That's okay, isn't it? Yes. Do they teach you that on PlayStation? Well, it might be something on PlayStation. I might read it somewhere. I don't know. But, oh, yeah, but you wouldn't know because your PlayStation doesn't connect it, to your. Yeah, don't look. Can we get, let's let's. Oh. I, I'm using this podcast as a moment when I could not be angry about that situation. So oh, okay. I've vented. Let's move on. So anyway, so loads so, of people supporting Israel. Where was this fantastic get together? Where were they all? Oh, I just assume it's DC, right? That's got to be the headquarters, of course. Oh, I don't know. Don't you move these things around so that some other windowless mm. convention center, probably in Orlando? You're saying to to move the Jews around. Yeah, well, there's loads of Jews in Florida. Is that what you're saying? Well, those are the old ones. They don't move Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's March in America. Surely a lot of Jews are in Florida right now. Okay, very nice. I don't even understand the correlation to March and Jews being in Florida. It's winter. They're all snowbirds. Oh, it's winter. But you just said that Brooklyn's empty and it's winter there and it's freezing. Well, Brooklyn would be empty, A, in the rather tenuous analogy that I'm coming up with here. Brooklyn would be empty generally during the winter of your Jews because they're all down in Florida. That's what I'm trying to get to. And therefore, if I was the organiser of a big event where I was relying quite heavily on a lot of Jews turning up, then I'd be thinking, in this period of time, Orlando... Or, or like mm. Fort Lauderdale. I would go with Boca Raton, yeah. Boca Raton, but they're very all, nice, yeah. They're pretty old. They're pretty old there. Let me tell you what went down. Okay, First of what all, went down? What went down? You just take a look at this website. It's every, you know, who's who in Jewish pro-Israel land, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, we're talking about a pro-Israel lobby. What was so fascinating to me is Prime Minister, for now, Netanyahu, spoke and on the site, they call him His Excellency. Now, Ooh. this is hilarious because he is often referred to in Israel, like in a snidey way, as King Bibi. So I found that fascinating. And then what's so crazy is, you know, I did a podcast last week with Raoul Woodliffe mm-hmm. from Times uh, yeah, of Israel. Yeah, very good. Right? Very, I heard okay. it. It's good. So 
Great. So he explained all the charges, the 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, which I thought were points, uh, but they are charges against BB for corruption, extortion, uh, conspiracy, all the dirty things you would expect of your prime minister. Yeah. And yet he, he is, I mean, such a showman. Just give it, that's me doing the clap, you know, that's sad. He is on Broadway at APAC. I mean, <laughs> the man is a one-man show. He gets on stage. He owns that stage. This is the stage for him. Like, you just see him. He is in his prime before he may end up in jail or whatever. He is his excellency. And he owned it. He went on that stage. And the way he gets this crowd going, it's like a taping for friends, okay? <laughs> I mean, you got to get them going and you got to get the laughter. You know, the laugh track and yep. you want them to clap at the right times. He was like good morning APAC I mean unreal and then he goes on he made jokes Mm -hmm. he made jokes he said he got people out of class today so that if he wanted to sign a note for them there was a line forming I mean the guy is full of it jokes I mean nothing else of course and he said I don't want to stand behind the podium can I move and he said wait a second I'm the prime minister I can and they're like woo and I'm like you are a dirty son of a bitch I mean he is like he knew he was gonna say that and then he said it and he said it so well with such confidence and he talked about he said he wanted to talk about the good the bad and not the ugly the beautiful and he did that now Alex he talked about the good which as usual is the PR propaganda that is Israel's startup nation innovation he basically told everybody in the room if you're flying on a plane then you're welcome because Israel made sure you were secure and didn't die from some terrorist trying to cut your head off. He said it not in those delicate words, but you can understand. Okay. And then the bad, what would you think the bad is? Just imagine BB in his like whiny, he's kind of like got a one shtick band. Uh, full, what, what do you think it was? Uh, mainstream media. Did you about false news at any point? You know, fake news. He actually didn't. The closest he got to that was talking about how he met with Trump the day before. <laughs> and he talked about how excited he was, by the way, that Trump is going to move the embassy to Jerusalem on Israel's Independence Day, which is in May. So that will also be the day that World War Three starts. Well, also, so, I mean, isn't, uh, that, mark your calendars. isn't that like a national holiday? I mean, who wants to be pissing around, you know, being the removal men? on that day moving all the furniture uh, up there I mean that seems to me for a start you're going to have to pay at least like time and a half for everybody being on holiday oh so let me seems a stupid decision you know I'm just saying oh I see what you're saying yeah yeah. you should do it the day before or the day afterwards is all I'm saying that does make sense Um, in Israel people generally take a week off before any holiday they just want to make sure that they have enough time to prepare to do nothing but by the way what's so weird is I'm pretty sure I am pretty sure that he said may in that speech and in fact this year israel's independence day falls in april that would be super awkward if he got uh, that wrong so i don't know who's fake news in it here him or me is he going to create like another day i'll in have april? to go back to the speech is there going to be like a 31st of april that he's going to create i mean he could probably do that uh, it's going to be april fool's day yeah. that's how it's going to work that, out that works no, that works i'll tell you it actually, it's not moving in the sense of the way you're thinking about it. The consulate exists. It's in my neighborhood, which has been convenient since I realized that I don't have the right passports for when we go to America. Awkward. But that's where they're going to put it. They're just going to expand. So my neighborhood will be right at the 
eye of the hurricane, if you will. Nice. Okay? Is that yeah. a good thing for property prices or a bad thing for property prices? It's such a great question because they will have a lot of security and yet they will have a lot of security because they expect a lot of attacks. We have about five Arab villages around this area, mm-hmm. all within Jerusalem that don't I have people who are imagining villages behind great big walls and this or that, thanks to CNN or BBC, I should say for you. That is not happening in this neighborhood. Arabs come into the neighborhood all the time. There's no walls, this or that. So they will be around. Jews will be around. Americans will be around. I imagine Trump will eventually be around. BBC. Mm-hmm. will certainly be there to cut the red tape but the bad Alex getting back to you oh, guessing wrong yeah. as usual yeah okay but it led you to move along kept thing moving here on this rant so okay what was okay. the bad what all right was, so was it bad? was what's the badness wrong oh, was it Iran well, it's his... is it Iran yes oh, it was okay. Iran that was my second yes. guess that was my second the guess. same thing and even he almost seems sick of himself at this point muttering the same crap I mean he says I stood here before and I stood here Five years, or I was here when I was ambassador. I was here. I know I said the same thing over and over again. I ran, blah, 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 blah. They're going to be terrorists, blah, 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 blah. Now, what's so fantastic is when I actually was looking up what happened at the conference and I forced myself to watch the YouTube videos of all these speeches, but what did come up first, one of the main sources of news was Al Jazeera. And Al Jazeera saying that actually the UAE leadership was being praised at APAC, which I thought was very funny. The whole conference is supposed to be about pro-Israel. And there it is, one of the first headlines actually about the United Arab Emirates. And of course, that, yeah, that has to do with if they're the enemy of the enemy, right? So they're also not BFF with Iran. Understood. My next right. question on this, just to interrupt, is that of course. how do you follow, if you've got the speaking program, which poor bastard has to follow <laughs> the Israeli Prime Minister? Because if you're making your list of, right. you know, obviously it's a political event, and the most important, broadly the most important political Jew uh, is the Prime Minister of Israel, who gets second right. billing after that? Who gets to rock up after all the applause? That is a down? great question. Thank you. I think you're looking on their um, website at all the speakers. If you notice, and I don't know what the answer is because it's some half-bald guy who's a little bit overweight who seems to be a congressman or a senator. They all look the same. Ah, so it's okay. one of those guys. Okay. There are some women. There are some women on the page. I will say... Most of the time I notice at these conferences a lacking of women. I think they did do a good job of trying to put as many women there as possible. But yeah, no, I don't know who followed him. It's a great question. Also, BB, you know, God, he's such a good guy, isn't he? So when he was doing his little one-man show over there, and I'm telling you, the next place that he goes from prime minister is either Broadway with this one-man show, mm-hmm. I ran me and the silly things I did almost going to jail, or he goes to jail. Either okay. way... He's got a bright future, but he had everybody stand up. He said one thing at a time. He he mentioned, oh, all the Israeli vets, stand up, stand up. Oh, the former Canadian prime minister, because he was a big supporter of Israel, stand up, stand up. Everyone had to do a little stand up. And he even did a little car salesman move when he was talking about all the wonderful things Israel does. He pointed out that Greenland hasn't done anything with Israel. And he literally yelled to somebody in the audience to get on that and try to see if they need satellites. Is that amazing? As the polls and also 
North and South Pole begin to melt at places like Greenland that are going to become <laughs> massive powerhouses of the of the next century. So he's pretty spot on there. Now, so he's my, other question, my other question is, what's the merch like? What's the merchandise like? I mean, <laughs> I'd imagine you can get some pretty cool T-shirts and stuff at APAC. I mean, I'm guessing you're looking right now at the APAC shop. Party. I'm looking at the thong. Nice. Yeah. yeah Put yeah. Israel between your cheeks. No, yeah. they didn't sell that. Yeah, but there's a bit of baseball caps. A bit of some really cool t-shirts. Yeah. There's definitely like cool stuff. You could get a yarmulke, a uh-huh. little skull cap yeah, 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 with nice, nice. I love BB. So yeah, I think there's cool. Look, if it was my way, they had a lot of like boring seminars or at least the titles and everyone judges, you know, a session by its title. Am I going to go to this or not? And it was just like, why a Jewish state? That was a title for like two days in a row. I would have been like swipe left on (laughs) nuclear Iran, you know, like take it, take it up a notch. They did have village party, which would make me sound like I definitely did not want to go to that event, but they did. Now I'll tell you something else about Iran that I thought was really interesting, not related to APAC, just another news story, because I think we've had enough of APAC, right? Well, I just want to check. So are we going going next year? Are we going to do like a live podcast from from OMG? That would be just incredible. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be the best thing? 18,000 Israel supporters and you and me. Yeah, just to clarify, I mean, no shape or form, I'm not an Israel supporter. And you're, you know, pretty much, a, as far as I'm aware, a pretty solid Israel supporter. <laughs> I think it's just a you know, bit of a degree thing. I'm not suggesting that we go to APAC and set a podcast up and the title being Israel shouldn't exist. No. A, because I don't believe that. And B, we wouldn't get out alive. Right. Oh, yeah, that's not the place to do that. Two good reasons. Two good reasons not to do that. A, it would be wrong, and B, it would be suicidal. But (laughs) we could, we could. We could do a live broadcast from from that. I'm down. I am down to do APAC from that point of view, because if I had to go in as one of them, I just couldn't do it. I just can't be that excited about Israel. I know I live here. I do believe in a Jewish state. But to that point where someone screams out, I love BB in the audience, I can't be with them that way. Now, we have to wrap things up. And I know you wanted to say something too. So I just wanted to say the other thing I wanted to say about Iran, which I found really fascinating, was an article about women going against the hijab, taking off their head covering, Uh getting in a lot of trouble. A lot of people are getting arrested. They're making cool animated videos because obviously it would be very dangerous to put yourself Mm -hmm. in a video. Mm -hmm. You would be in a lot of trouble. And I just thought that was a juxtaposition to the whole nuclear issue that this is still a huge problem that is going on just equality and the actual citizens of Iran which I feel like we just don't get to see and know because of the way the government works and because of the headlines okay your turn Alex you have one minute to just express more about your PlayStation no no I will say so a quick sort of a good news story and this is not about the Middle East it's a Quran story so Zanzibar I know you know where Zanzibar is yeah it's that smoothie place that, that, I that, that I that's the one it. now what I didn't know about Zanzibar until I read it just this morning in the Atlantic magazine is I didn't know it's a majority a vast majority Muslim country I didn't know that but hmm. it is fun fact and one of their um, major sources of sort of economic sources and reliance for their of their livelihoods are octopuses they eat a lot of octopus and there's a big conservation problem because the octopus they're overfishing is the issue okay and the government wrote all these sort of things about why you shouldn't do it and sent people around and no one listened until some clever people said actually in the quran there are all these concepts about the balance of life 
And so mm. a bunch of religious leaders went round the fishing villages with, you know, the, the underlying the bits in, you know, with marker pens. And if you're allowed to do that on the Quran, I'm sure you're not. But you know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, but definitely not. Putting some post-it notes on, on the relevant That's bits. That's where the balance of life gets thrown out the window. Well, okay. Hi- but, but yeah, highlight the Quran. Okay, but like, you know, post-it notes or something. I'm sure you can put post-it notes in it. Okay, no, fair enough. Yeah. With the relevant bits of why the Quran has this ecology message. And it has been hugely successful. And octopuses now have had the chance to Thrive. build their numbers up again. And it's That's been a great... wonderful. It's been, isn't that... It's, it's, it's a lovely story. I mean, it's not strictly Middle East. I mean, I'm kind of a little bit out of out of region. No, but I, I read great. that this morning and I thought that was, you know... How you know, sweet. Kill the Jews, keep the octopus. Well, I'm just saying that the Quran is of no good to me with my 4K TV and my PlayStation 4 Pro. <laughs> but if you want to save the octopus, it turns out that the Quran <laughs> is really useful. So there you go. Oddly enough, in BB's one-man show, he actually called Iran the octopus. Yeah. That you have to cut the head off. So that's pretty weird that the Quran says, go for it, save them. And it's Israel that wants to kill the octopus. That is deep. There you go. There you go. I think we got very meta there in our podcast. So I think perhaps we should... We should end on that meta note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. As usual, you can subscribe and listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts from. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at Beasties. I love that. Facebook, The Mideast Beast, and online, of course. And of course, we have to thank our editor, Scott Kahn, for constantly putting up with it. That man deserves an octopus. Let's hear it for him. Let's Uh, get him an octopus. Alex, I hope the next time we talk, you will have calmed down, maybe played a few rounds of your PlayStation, everything, God willing, will have worked out for you. Maybe you just need to be a Buddhist or something like that. Turn completely the other way. Inshallah, as I believe they say. Mm, no, that sounds like Mexican food. All right. Uh. It has been another episode <laughs> of the Mid East Beast podcast.